Okay, hello everyone. Welcome to the Healthy Empath Podcast. Today I am joined with Stephanie Light, who is a channel for CC from Essesani. She has been channeling for 20 years. As a young child, she was able to perceive beings and other dimensions. At age 15, she started experimenting with automatic writing. Throughout her life, she has progressively studied various types of channeling. Stephanie now channels in a deep trance state by connecting through the vibration of love with multidimensional beings and galactic civilizations. She offers classes as well as private sessions. Her main theme and excitement is to assist those on their journey to empower themselves, remove limiting beliefs, and raise their vibration. I just knocked the mic down, so there might have been a little snag there, but we're going to keep going with it. Okay, Stephanie, welcome. Thank you for being here. Hi, it's a pleasure um, to be able to have this interaction. All right, so can you first get us started with what is channeling? What does it mean to be a channel? And, and so personally, I remember when I first kind of you know, saw like the, you know, the full trans channel and I was just immediately in love. <laughs> and I know some people have a lot of like, especially like at first like reservations and then, and, you know, it takes a lot to really break through a lot of like the current belief systems to get, to get into this. But as soon as I, I saw one and heard one and connected to the energy, I had zero doubts and I was so in love and was basically like, I want to do this someday. So, so yeah, can you just share uh, what is, what is channeling? What does that mean? What are the types? Whatever you want to share there is perfect. Oh yeah, absolutely. So channeling is allowing yourself to get into what I call the flow state. And when you are in the flow state, you are literally moving through vibrations. So when I speak on vibrations, I'm also speaking on your emotions, right? So if you are feeling happy and you are in a place of excitement, you're going with the flow. You're not allowing other like vibrations to bring you down um, and allowing yourself to be in that mode, which is in the heart center. When you're in the heart center, you're opening yourself up as a channel. And the information that you receive, the vibrations that you receive is coming from like your higher self and then is being interpreted through you. And if when you are doing the deep, trance state or there are other ways that you can channel so whenever you're finding yourself doing something really exciting such as painting making music um having um, maybe even providing guidance to other people even exercising some of these types of expressions if you are excited and you are just going with the flow you know you're like focused and you may lose track of time this is also a form of channeling um, there are different levels, obviously, but there are ways that you can do it, such as automatic writing, which is if you are seated down and seated down, and then you sit down and allow yourself to just really get into a flow of writing. So you're not really thinking about what you're writing. You're just, you're just, the information just coming right off you. It's just flowing right off of you. Same thing, uh, light language is another form, which is your soul's language. Um, and that's just simply chants, sounds, um, perhaps it might be written, so it may not be necessarily uh, interpretable in our language, but the vibrations has a meaning. So, and you can, you can interpret that um, by just tapping into that. So it is, uh, how do I want to say it? So it is like tapping into certain frequencies and vibration, allowing yourself to raise your frequency to meet the frequency of another being or your higher self or other forms of energy that is accessible to you. That is what I would consider to say channeling is. 
Okay, so it yeah, a lot of times when we're in these flow states or when we have this, uh, what some people might call like a download or a divine inspiration, and we kind of just like you know bring that through in the form of an idea or a poem or uh, you know some type of painting. So those are all also like t kind of channeling. Yeah, so there are, like I said, there's different levels. So yeah. um, I'm not gonna get too much into this because I don't wanna confuse the audience, but your physical self, your, uh, your body, your ego, your identity is channeling your higher self all the time. So there is that motion each day to day, you are channeling because we are not necessarily physical bodies. We are choosing to be physical bodies to have this reality or this life here, but we are beings we are light beings so um that's again these are different levels of channeling okay uh one thing i didn't mention in the beginning is that we will also be talking to cc and who uh, stephanie is going to do her style of channeling which you call trans channeling is that correct yes mm -hmm. and so what is what is that what do you call that or define that so trans channeling is when you are in a deep, deep, deep meditative state and your ego is, I'll use the analogy in which um, one of um, the main people such as Bashar has said before, that is that when you are in your ego is always in the driver's seat. This is your identity, right? So your higher self is on the passenger seat. And when you're going into say a trans state, you have allowed an agreement to take place between your ego and your higher self. So the higher self will take the front seat and the ego will go to the passenger seat. What that means is when you're a trans state, you're in so deep, the ego, which is the monkey mind, you know, it always wants to ask questions like, why is this? Or what is this? Or am I, am I actually channeling or questioning or doubting? Um, this is all put to rest when you are in a trans state because you are so deep that the mind is quiet and you're literally in the heart and the vibrations are coming in from the heart it, into the heart. So, um, and you may lose uh, consciousness. A lot of times I don't remember everything. Um, there are times where I may remember just a little bit, like I'm watching a movie um, in some ways, um, but that is pretty much trancy. You're so deep. And when you are having an interaction with the person that's in the trance state channeling, it, it seems as though the being is the channel. So when I speak, when I am working with Cece, um, I am literally sounding like her and expressing myself as she would, but she's not actually in my body. That's, that's a misconception. Some people believe that they're possessed. You know, when some people see that, they may become frightened by the idea, but I promise you, it's not that at all. It's actually a quite pleasant experience. Just, um, it's very relaxing. It's very um, soothing. Um, a lot of times when I'm done, I feel like a burst of energy. I've had um, ailments that have healed when I was in the trans channeling state. So um, pain that I've had in my body come back and it's not completely cured, but it felt a lot better. So, um, yeah. Right. And so when you channel Cece, so Cece is, she's not your higher self, right? Or is it, or, cause it's a counterpart of you. So, but it, it's not exactly, it's not your higher self, not your soul, but a counterpart of those, um, energies. Yeah. So she's an extension of my soul. So she's a counterpart of mine. So if you want to use linear time, you could say that she's a future version of me. Um, but the way that we see it, the way that I see it, is everything is happening at once. 
and that's how she has described it. So um, we, we believe past lives, future lives, many people believe this, and that's okay. But um, we don't necessarily believe that. We believe everything is happening at once. And when you simply are tapping into, like when I'm tapping into CC, I'm literally just tapping into that reality and just bringing those familiar vibrations forward. Okay, thank you for explaining that. And before we go deeper into that, I, I wanna ask you about the, the personal journey with that. So how did you, you, know, you mentioned starting with automatic writing when you were you know, 15 years old, is that something that just kind of like came to you one day and you, you started doing and then how did that evolve? And then how did you, or did you have any difficulties uh, sorry, facing the world that we live in? Like being like, oh, I'm a channeler. <laughs> so um, yeah. Um, there was a time where I was kind of going down the rabbit hole with uh, spirituality, psychic development um, around that time in my life. And I was just really searching for something beyond the physical. And I've always had um, situations and phenomena that has happened to me pretty much my whole life, as far back as I can remember. Um, but I was very afraid of interacting with spirits and things like that, because when I did, when I was much younger, I would become afraid because they would pop up at night and then my lights would be off and, you know, for a child that's quite frightening. Um, and so, but there was a time where I kind of switched into like psychic development and I started going down this rabbit hole. And then I came across, we say automatic writing, but at the time they called it angel writing. Same thing. So I started using that as a way to communicate with my guides. And then I also started using that to create poetry, right? So when I was doing the poetry, I didn't know I was automatic writing. I thought that because I was, you know, I would say hello on a piece of paper and then I would uh, wait for the vibrations to come to me and I would, you know, I would start writing what the being was saying because I felt that very strong communication, right? Um, and then I just went about this for a while and, um, I, at that time, I was going through a major spiritual awakening. You know, my third eye was busting open. Although I had already been aware, this was like a whole other level. And this is where I, I also experienced a lot of backlash from my surroundings, my family and stuff, because I was so excited about all my discoveries that I was finding um, about the spirit realm that um, they were like, you're going crazy. <laughs> they took me to the doctor and I went about all that whole psychiatric process. At what age? Hmm? At what age? Uh, that started like around, hmm, yeah, around that time, 15, 16. Oh, okay. That was at that time. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Go on. Yeah, and awesome. I went through that for, uh, since I was like maybe 17 or 18, um, then went through another an awakening. And at that time, I was able to really, I wasn't even really on my spiritual path at that time. I was just um, helping people. I was really um, becoming like an, a sponge, absorbing things. I would hang out with people that were not nowhere near in alignment because I felt like I could learn something from them. I would always observe everybody. And after some time, people would come to me with things. Like my aunt had a really nasty divorce and she came to me um, and was talking to me about the divorce. And all of a sudden, never had a divorce at that time, I was able to channel information to her, but I was conscious. And I was giving her all this beautiful, like really in alignment advice that I didn't even know that 
why I even knew this information. It was just coming like very quick to me. And then that's how I realized after some time realizing that's what I was doing. And then I was doing that for you know several years after that. Um, but when it comes to the channeling that I'm doing now, um, probably about, I would say three years ago, is when I started really looking into trance channeling. Really just um, closing my eyes, learning how to get into the state. I did several practice sessions, even took a class. But I found my biggest challenge was to just let go. I couldn't let go because I was too focused on what channels are supposed to sound like because all of you who have seen any other channelers, um, maybe perhaps uh, Bashar or some of the other big ones, they all seem to go into the state and there's a, a forceful reaction when they, come, when they come in. You know, they're coughing or, you know, there's just some, some, some theatrics there. And I didn't do that when I was, when I began. And I thought, well, what, what, what's going on? Like, am I really channeling? And so after some time, I decided that, you know what, I'm going to do, take this to the next level. I'm just going to let go. I'm just going to let go and I'm going to play with it and I'm going to use my imagination and I'm just going to allow myself to really be embraced by the energies that I feel. And I did that. And that's how I started in getting more and more into the trans trans <laughs> channeling. And then um, now, I mean, I'm teaching classes for people that are interested um, and I haven't had any, 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 like uh, drawbacks or anything like that. Um, once I've chosen each time to go in and let go, everything has been simply easy, I, I, I'll say. Nice, yeah. Um, I remember when I was learning about this and, and watching some other channelers and just like really wanting to do that myself. And so I was you know, just doing whatever I could to cultivate that a little bit. Um, but I was, and especially reflecting back now, I was just, not at a place where <laughs> I could do that so much just like yeah inability to relax and you know surrender so much judgment of like you know whether it's happening or not and then just like all these different things and I just had to like completely uh, like stop and take a break from it and like yeah, I just with everything in general like at that point in my life and like so much yeah so much attachment and just wanting everything now and you know some channelers you know have stories of just kind of like this like spontaneous ability to do that and then so it's like well I want to do that you know <laughs> like that's not fair um, but even like listening to you you know talk about it you had like these experiences starting to happen as a teenager but you know it was until years later through a lot of like development that you were actually be able to go into this space and so for me you know just getting into this and like wanting to be able to do that like overnight seems quite silly but um yeah yeah it's kind of it happens in in sessions like with people i kind of sometimes look into like a conscious um channeling state and that when, when i did the session with you with with cc as she mentioned that that too was like one of my abilities is doing that and then if i so choose to be able to go like the route that you've gone down so i'll, I'll probably be interested with some classes you, with you at some point yeah and you know i say that um really quick i just want to say that you know with the channeling um even though that i took the route that i took it is possible for anyone to do it. You must just have to be interested, obviously, and excited, and you have to be willing to let go. And also, 
when you do this, when you learn how to channel, it is not just sitting in the chair and handing the vibration, interpreting the vibration to others when you are doing this. It is a whole life reset button, right? So because you're working with high vibration energies, when you're working with high vibration energies, it assists you in your own personal journey and evolution because you have to meet the frequency of the being that you're channeling, right? So all of the information, all of the remnants of the, um, um, what do you call it? DNA and also their personal experiences, memories get downloaded to you. So it supports you in your experience and anything that is not serving you, anything that doesn't support this high vibration will come to the surface for you to work with. And it's simply just looking at it observationally. I'm choosing to see where you can learn something from the experience and then placing it into action, integrating the experience because this is going to help you also, you know, working with these higher vibrations. So it's not just for other people. It's also for your own personal journey. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I've been working with those. Yeah, and that's why it's important to, to take care of yourself, right? Uh, like, do you have to do anything in particular when it comes to your like self-care and raising your own like personal um, vibration? Do you have to keep in like a, a high place or if you like let's say if you eat a bunch of crappy food and hang out with you know a lot of negative people does that interfere with your ability to to channel or because you've already like gone there you can still kind of do it i mean i would say that um i choose not <laughs> i choose not to do those things i always choose to keep my vibration high but to answer your question um, I think that if you do choose, I mean, once you know how to get in this state, once you know how to work with the energies, it comes quite quick. So if you were, say, eating a bunch of bad food and you went out and you hung out with a bunch of bad people and you went down and you sat in your channeling chair, it may take you a little bit longer to make that connection, but you'll make the connection because you can ease into it. That's the other thing. You can always ease into it. It doesn't have to be like a blast, you know boom, a blast of energy, it can just, you can just simply ease into the experience. But to answer your question about self-care, yes, self-care is important. You know, some of the things that I do is I make sure to get in exercise. I make sure to eat healthy. Um, I try to pay attention to um, the, my thoughts throughout the day, especially before a session. I really try to um, work with pranayama breath, super super helpful. EFT is another super helpful um, modality. Um, obviously, meditation. Um, meditation is really important. I will say that's probably one of the most important benefits of channeling. But understand that you can do pranayama breath and still be meditating. You can do a walking meditation. It doesn't have to be seated down, you know, and cross-legged yogi pose and doing a meditation. It can be you can do it so many different ways. Yeah. Uh, so I have a question about, say people want to start with, you know, working on just, you know, channeling uh, or to connect with their guidance. So if they start with, you know, journal, I think journaling is probably one of the easiest ways, you know, you just write down a question and then intuitively answer the question. Um, when you do something like that, how do you, which part of yourself are you connecting with there? Is there a way to know? Um, like, is it your higher self or do we have like these other guides? Like when, you know, yeah, if you're just doing simple questions like that, or can you 
can you ask, Hey, I want to connect with this energy and then go about it that way beforehand. You can, um, when you're first starting out though, um, I have an exercise for people that are first starting out that this might actually be easier. So yes, you can take it that route. What you're saying is you can you know, write your question out. You can um, choose to open yourself up to whomever wants to communicate with you, or you can simply, um, you know, you know, start with the idea that I was going to say is the story. So when you have your imagination, and many people may not necessarily um, believe this. They might think it's too easy, but I promise you, I promise you this is true. Your imagination is literally a doorway, right? It's a doorway to connect to another reality that's already in existence. You cannot make something up. Honestly, you can't. Think about the universe. There's so many details intrinsically, I can't even say the word, intertwined together. There are so many different avenues. There are so many things we do not necessarily perceive or see, right? So this idea, this story, is to allow yourself to get into a comfortable meditation, simply closing the eyes and allowing yourself to just breathe in your center, right? Whatever you normally do when you meditate, whatever is easier for you. And I want you to stay there and just allow yourself to find that center where your mind is emptied out and you're in your heart breathing, right? You're in your heart space. When you feel ready, I want you to begin by coming up with a story, an imaginative story, but I won't want you to stop and think about what you're writing. And I don't want you to take the pen off the paper or your fingers off the keyboard. Just keep going. Even if it doesn't make sense, just keep going. Just keep going. Don't think about it. And when you're done, you know, you could take five minutes, two minutes, whatever you want to do. Go back and read the story. That is you literally tapping into the flow. As long as you don't stop every two seconds and take a look at what you're writing. That's not flow. Flow is when you are literally just, you have an idea, you just go. You just go with it. You continuously write. And when you're tapping into the imagination, you're literally tapping into an existence, a vibration. So you're channeling that energy when you're working, when you're creating that story. I like it. I like it. I'll do it. <laughs> and so I, I, I love this. I recommend everyone, you know, starting to tap into this because it's a way for you to just connect with yourself. Right. And I, I think that's what most, most of us are, are after. And I mean, that's like part of what I teach is just to be more yourself, to be, to embody more of your soul every single day. Um, so do you think this is a, a great approach for that? Or like, what are some of like, the main benefits to channeling? Is that what you, like, how would you describe it? Well, yeah, it, it really does help you to get more integrated with your higher self. Um, not only that, but it does give you the opportunity to express yourself. You will learn many different things. For example, with me, I no longer question myself. I no longer choose to question myself. Whatever I'm doing in my day-to-day -day life, you know, I would get caught up on small things um, previously. Now I'm just like, ah, whatever. You know, I'm conscious with things that I do and I take initiatives, but I don't get too caught up on the tiny details. I allow things to flow. And that's really what it is. It's also a life change. As I said, when you understand the flow process, you can do anything. You understand you are limitless beings. 
we're all limitless. We don't have, we only set limitations based on our belief structures and belief systems. So you don't necessarily have to buy into anything such as that, you know, you can empower yourself. And this is a channeling is a great way to do that. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much, yeah, Stephanie. How you, uh, how are you feeling about bringing CC through? All right. I'm happy to do so. Okay. <laughs> Excited. <laughs> right. I want to, I want to let everybody know, um, CC is very strong and direct. I know I have a loud voice. She does too, but she's very strong and direct. Okay. She's not mean, but, um, so just so you know, and she's not mad and I may make faces that makes me look mad. I've seen them all, trust me, but I'm not mad and she's not mad. It's just the way that she, um, I don't know. It's just the way the energy is interpreted. Okay. Yeah, I did a, a session with, with Cece and Stephanie the other day. And yeah, it, it's definitely, it's not like talking to someone. <laughs> it's a, uh, it's, it's very different. So yeah, I'm excited. I think people will enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Now it just takes me maybe uh, a minute or so to get in this state. Okay. Take your time. We thank you for this opportunity, for this engagement, this day of your time. My name is Cece. I am also present with Alan and Bashar during this channeling experience. We are happy to be able to provide you some pieces of information. Whenever you are ready, you may begin with any questions or dialogue. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, it's a pleasure. So the first question and the main perhaps theme. So I work with and teach you know, empaths or people who might call themselves sensitive souls. There's been a, a large rise of people identifying as empaths. And so I was wondering if you could speak to that. What is that? What is, how would you define being an empath and what is going on there with that increase of people saying, yes, oh, um, that's me. Well, yes, many of you are highly sensitive beings naturally speaking, but there are some of you upon the planet that may not necessarily been what you would call in tuned with these specific vibrations. But this does not mean that you are limited by that way. You understand that you have the ability to move through certain situations and certain vibrations by choosing to simply shift your frequency to the, you could say, vibration that is more in alignment with the idea of the larger perspective. Because the idea that you can be brought down by vibrations that you may be sensing outside of yourself through other individuals or through visual images or even smells, for example, the idea that you are sensitive to this where it does control you is not what we would call an alignment statement. Because when you choose to understand that you are limitless in that way, you can simply choose to tune into the self-empowerment. So a lot of these ideas are, many of you are waking up to your abilities. Some of you have what you would call pre-notions to be in the 
process of creating different communities that can assist those that are experiencing their own difficulties or challenges, and you are able to see and perceive the lightness and the darkness. This is going to be a strength of yours to be able to understand on a deeper level, to offer compassion to those that may need this. But we say to you that when you are choosing to align with the understanding of what this experience is teaching you about your reality, this will assist you greatly to understand the strengths that you carry along with the idea of being a sensitive soul or an empath. So we say to you that by doing this in your experience, you are not only opening yourself up to self-empowerment, but you are also being what you would call a way shower, showing those that are on a similar path how they can then restructure their reality to be in alignment with what their version of themselves that they choose to be, choose to align with. So your future self or your authentic nature for that matter, by choosing to align with the vibrations that make you feel good and make decisions and choices that are of what you would call self-empowered, this can support you along your journey to open you up to having more situations that are going to be more in alignment with the idea of expressing yourself through this authentic self, through the higher self. All right, so one of the downfalls, like we mentioned, is yeah, these empaths saying, oh, I feel this other person's energy and that person's, and that brings me down. That's why, you know, XYZ, you know, I have these problems. And so you're saying that uh, subconscious is somewhere in us to align with those energies is a choice and that we can choose to align with higher frequencies. Yes. So you can be observing. So you can understand that somebody may be letting out a certain type of vibration to you and your auric field. And you may become aware of that. But when you choose to not allow yourself to express the idea that this energy is bringing you down and you choose to simply observe and simply allow yourself to then tap into the vibrations that is most appropriate to help you align with those higher frequencies. So for example, if somebody is having a temper tantrum at the store and you notice that the child is screaming and yelling and you may be feeling some sensation or may be aware that there is a chaotic type of emotional energy. So you can simply observe that and understand that it exists and simply allow yourself to choose to see that this individual, this child having this temper tantrum is allowing himself to release. Therefore, this will allow the child to be more in a calm state later on in the day. Understanding that things happen, there are purposes and reasons behind what you also notice. So when you are staying in these higher vibrations, then you are not necessarily going to notice these vibrations as much. Because when you notice them and you allow yourself to be affected by them and choosing to dwell on the energy that is present, then you align yourself with that frequency, you communicate the vibrations that will attract more of that type of energy in your reality. When you choose to align with these higher frequencies as we have described, for example, 
or if you are simply taking care of your physical self in such a way where it assists you in keeping your vibration high and you are simply focusing on things that you prefer in your reality, this will help you attract more of those specific types of vibrations in your reality. So if we're, you know, some, say we went grocery shopping and, you know, afterwards we're not grounded, right? Because there was just a lot of chaotic energy and, yeah, we stop, we observe, and then we choose to align to a higher frequency. Uh, what is the best way to connect with this higher frequency? Do we just find it within our imagination there is do it what how do we how does one go about that if they're in a stress response so if you notice that an individual around you such as the child having a temper tantrum or maybe perhaps you are surrounded by a large group of people now we say to you that you can begin first we'll give you a permission slip this permission slip if you imagine a thermostat dial or a TV dial or radio dial, however you want to view this. And first, go ahead and allow yourself to visualize yourself taking the knob and turning it down. Turn it down as low as you would like to go. And this will assist in keeping your awareness a little bit dim so you are not necessarily being so aware. But the other way that you will begin to Allow yourself to focus on these higher frequencies as if you are shopping, focus on your shopping list. Do not pay no mind to those around you. If you start to feel a sense of tiredness, then allow yourself to not align with it so much that it will bring you down. So simply say, oh, in your mind, start beginning to focus on nourishment, such as water. Perhaps you are thirsty. Perhaps you are dehydrated. Maybe you need nourishment such as food in the body, but do not allow yourself to be taken down by the experiences. You can become aware of what is happening. If you feel that you are becoming drained, as you call it, from those around you, then simply move out of that physical space and continue along journey for focusing simply on your shopping list these are some of the ways that you can engage with the vibrations then the also the other part is as we said before if there is a gathering such as the child having a temper tantrum try to focus on something funny about the situation maybe the child is making funny faces maybe the situation is just funny and you begin to smile and you begin to laugh this helps you raise your vibration this helps you raise your frequency therefore creating a new focus point rather than the energy that is being let out by the child thank you the another thing that empaths talk about is always wanting to express more of their gifts or either to learn what they are and really step in that power and how well are there are there intuitive gifts already there or is there a way to activate them and then what is the best way um, for empaths or anyone really to start to utilize or bring more awareness to whatever their gifts may be well there are a few different ways that you can do this First and foremost, we would like to say that each and every single one of you are a limitless being. Therefore, you are all gifted in many different ways. So 
in you are excited about an idea such as channeling, such as intuitive guidance, such as psychic readings or card readings, such as astral projection. These are just a few ideas. If you are excited by any of the ideas, these are most likely going to be something that is in your path, in your journey. So this is also a gift that you can begin to tap into and use in your reality. So by exploring these different notions to bring forward these ideas into your reality, by trusting your abilities and allowing yourself to first, we will share, to ensure before you begin any journey with any of these ideas that we have mentioned, you must allow yourself to understand your own physical presence. You must be grounded. You must learn self-care and practice to allow yourself to understand your own vibrations and energy. The grounding natures that you can choose to use are going to be certain visualizations, such as using certain practices, such as Qigong or Pranayama breath. There are ways to ensure that your diet is healthy and nourishing, as well as grounding. This will also assist in keeping the idea of getting too involved in other vibrations. And also taking a look at your belief systems and making sure that you do not believe that you're going to take someone's energy on by interacting with them. This is not true. This is only true if you choose to align with it. So these are some of the ideas first you will start with. When you have no, when you are aware that you are then completely grounded and centered in your manner, then you can then allow yourself to explore some of these expressions. And the way that you do this is going to be based on the next step, which would be your next excitement. This way, this will help you, this will guide you, this will support you, and you will begin to continuously see these doors of opportunities. If you feel excited about an idea and you do not feel excited about another idea, do not force the idea that is not exciting to you because this will create a mechanism that will form a resistance and you may find yourself feeling a sense of discouragement because you are not getting the results that you want. This also brings up another point. Let go of any expectations along the journey because these expectations also create resistance. They get in the way of the flow. They get in the way of the flow of expressing your unique skills and talents. Okay, thank you. Uh, so also a lot of uh, empaths have different health challenges uh, or weight challenges. And is there a way that you can describe the interconnectedness of the energy, the frequency, the mind, the body, and how all of that manifests as you know, being stuck at a certain weight or being stuck with a, you know autoimmune disease or something like that? Yes. So many of these diseases or challenges in the body is going to be all tied in with this idea of these belief systems. So when you have a belief or when you have a circumstance, for example, this is much easier if we give an example for us to be able to describe what we are meaning. So if you have someone that is generally overweight, for example, they have chosen this deep down in a cellular level based on their own belief structures and the way that they have chosen to go along their journey. And this is going to be expressed from the idea of perhaps that they are shameful in some sort of way, 
They are feeling powerless. They do not feel as though they can control their own life. They have given their power away. They have chosen to take on many things along their shoulders, other people's belief systems, other people's energy. Therefore, this is the heaviness in an energetic sense that they are carrying. They then overcompensate physically with the idea of food. Or perhaps this isn't necessarily always the case. Sometimes there is a physical ailment happening that is creating this mechanism of gaining weight. Either way, the physical body is overcompensating for this energetic weight. So this then comes along the side. So it begins first and foremost with the thoughts. The thoughts are being overridden. So this becomes heavy. This becomes congested. Then works in an energetic way. They are taking on these beliefs that they are thinking from other individuals and energy and piling on to their auric fields, their energy. Then they are then overcompensating by either having a physical disorder or eating. This then creates the pounds or the weight gain, therefore creating this alignment across all three boards. And when they then have this idea of resistance, so they are unhappy with the circumstances, but they still feel as though they are powerless. They're unhappy. They therefore continue to perpetuate the belief systems, perpetuate the consistency of taking on other people's energy and beliefs, and then transporting it to their physical body because they have this resistance. Therefore, they are stuck. They feel stuck at that weight. And when they feel stuck in the mind, it then takes an energetic format, then in the physical format. So the way that an individual would be able to work through these ideas is to first look at what's going on in the mind. What belief systems are you buying into? First, take a look at the idea that you are choosing to be powerless. When you understand things happen in your reality to support you, regardless of whether or not you prefer them, this is when you give yourself the first step towards self-empowerment. Then when you understand that it's always here to support you, then you can go back to the situation, such as, for example, the idea that you take on other people's energy, for example. What have you learned from this circumstance? What have you learned from being overweight? What is this brought in your reality? What has it taught you? But also, there may be hidden messages behind that, such as, oh, wow, well, my, my weight issue has led me down a path to healthier eating. Now I'm aware that there is a better way to do this. It may simply be that. Or maybe it has helped you look at life a little bit differently. And these are some of the mechanisms that you can grab. We call it the golden nugget. Once you have done this, then you are literally rewriting that core belief, right? And then you are taking it with you and then placing action by starting to eat healthier by starting to understand how to love yourself better, how to see the positive vibrations that are already present and not getting hung up on the idea of feeling stuck. Well, that's worth listening to a few times over. Okay. And so I've done, uh, yeah, I work with a lot of empaths and some messages that, you know, or experiences that I've gone through as well. I want to share a couple of them. So one of them is this concept of, not wanting to be on earth, right? You're not suicidal, but you have this, you just feel like you don't belong here. And many empaths, this goes back to, you know, 
just being born or you know even birth trauma or something like that uh, where all of a sudden they just are here on earth and it feels feels too overwhelming so what is behind that is it because these sensitive souls or they yeah these old souls whatever they are they've experienced um, lifetimes or parallel lives where things are much more harmonious so that when they're here on earth they're like that doesn't feel right at all uh, why yeah what is the mechanism behind that if any so we first will address the idea of this misconception. Many individuals believe that because they feel this way, that they do not belong. If you do not belong, then you would not simply be here. We will share with you the general concept behind this mechanism. So when you are being brought onto this earth, and now that you are becoming more and more awakened, and some of you have been tapping into this since you were born, and some of you may be just simply tapping into this now, this notion of this higher vibration energy, and you have this accessibility to your higher self as well as extensions of yourself through different counterparts. And the idea that you are feeling as though you are bogged down from your earth or that you are feeling that you do not belong here simply means that you are not integrating. You need to integrate the energies, these higher vibration energies. And the way that you do this is simply by listening to your excitement following it each moment to the best of your ability. This is one way. The other way is to simply allow yourself to begin to take action and steps based on what makes you happiest in each moment. Taking responsibility for every co-creation and interaction, whether this is a preferred thing or not. If something occurs between your best friend and your best friend is screaming at you and you feel you did absolutely nothing wrong, this is a co-creation. So therefore, in a subconscious effort, you have allowed the vibration to attract that into your reality. So you must take a look deeper into that experience to figure out what it has taught you. So these are some of the ways you can begin to integrate that. Is because, that Sorry, go ahead. Because we are just saying that this idea of integrating these energies will then allow you to be more balanced because it is simply that you are not balanced. Okay, and so is that part of you know the evolution of human consciousness is to to come here with this certain type of soul frequency to integrate into earth consciousness for growth, or is that anywhere? Yes, something so, similar. <laughs> so the beings on your planet have chosen to forget everything so they can remember. So this is what you would consider your planet, your collective to be what we call the master of limitations and the graduating class. So master of limitations is because you have chosen to forget everything. And then you have chosen to come here to remind yourself, to go through this process of removing these limitations and to understand that you are limitless based on your physical actions and how you choose to interact with those around you and those in your reality will determine what direction you move into. But you are all moving into the direction of becoming limitless and understanding that you are limitless. It is that some of you are choosing to go different different routes and that is all right. Okay, and another teaching that came through to me was this concept of you know aim to be whole not holy and a lot of us on the spiritual path we have these crazy high expectations of ourselves and this kind of made up idea of what it means to be enlightened or a spiritual person uh is that something that also is kind of carrying uh with us in terms of 
you know, parallel life stuff or is that just some type of human judgment? That is something that is happening in the ego. So that is a collective belief that some of you are busting out of and some of you are still continuing to believe this idea. So you are all enlightened. You are all whole. There is no strive to be whole because you are already there. And there is no notion to necessarily be more spiritual or not. The idea that you are understanding your true potential. Many of you are awakening up to the idea that there is not necessarily this idea of a higher power that controls everything. You control your reality. You are exact extensions of source energy. Source is what you understand as God, some of you say. But this energy is something that is encompassing of everything and everyone that is a whole. And each and every single one of you as whole beings begin to understand that it's not so much that you have to go about certain processes to become whole or holy. It is more so tuning in. This is why the idea that going with it Many of you have said this. Many of your yogis and your gurus on your planet have said this. Find inner stillness. Find the peace. Because when you do this, this is truly what enlightenment is. It's to allow yourself to stop the noise, to begin to understand the heart, to begin to control your own personal interactions with certain vibrations, to know that you are empowered. There is no right way to be more enlightened than another. Simply, it is based on your own personal experience and journey. This is an ego trap, is what you call it. Could you uh, expand upon the concept of the heart and how uh, that's you know, right growing? Uh, everyone's talking about you know opening the heart, living from the heart, and it's a big theme of my life. So, what are we talking about when we talk about the heart, and what are what are the mechanisms behind the actual workings of this you know deep energetic heart? Yes. So, the mind, the physical mind. There are two minds. There's a mind here, and there's a mind in the heart. And the mind up in here is your ego. This is your identity. This keeps you physically. You must, you must have this to be on this planet in your physical body. But when we say to you to begin to focus here, this is just a physical representation force. But this is going to be what is considered to be closer to your higher self. This is your higher self. This expression of the heart. This is another mind. And this is an energetic resource that allows you to understand things coming from the higher self. The higher self can see the big picture, can see the brightened images, whereas the ego is very narrow-minded. And when you are engaging with the higher self, you are still using this because if you do not use this, as we said before, you can simply not be here. So you must have something here, just your awareness of being in your body. And this here allows you to be able to open yourself up to engage in the vibrations that are truly part of who you are and your experience and your journey. This is not tainted. This does not have any beliefs inside. This is simply the essence of who your higher self is and who you truly are. With this being an extension of the source energy. So this is pure light consciousness. This is what you will be engaging with when you are here in the heart center. 
So can we be heartbroken and like uh, experience wounds of the heart? Or is, is that like a different experience of the heart? How does that work when we feel, you know, just, uh, you know, grief or sadness or feel heartbroken? Well, this is a little bit different. When we speak on the idea of a broken heart, this is there as some form of energetic pain. There is a way to simply not align with that idea, even though you may be feeling it. Remember, it starts here and then goes here. So it starts physically in the mind, then it makes its way energetically, and then into the physical presence. So you do not necessarily have to experience this if you choose not to, but you are experiencing this idea, this expression. This is not the same. But when you are going into your energetic center that we are identifying, you may experience the sadness that you're feeling in your heart by going into your energetic center. Then you are able to see things inside of this experience of what you call a broken heart that perhaps you can use in your physical reality to support you, to allow yourself to open the energetic center up a little bit more by simply allowing yourself to release, observe how you feel, release, and trust in yourself. Provide yourself the compassion necessary at that time. And then this mind here will then be able to go into the experience and extract a experience or what we mean a message or a story or something that you can learn from that specific circumstance that can aid you during your journey. Okay, that, I like that explanation. And one, one thing that came up uh, that I want to ask was about the concept of spiritual bypassing. So, and a lot of you know, teachings that, you know, or people can just maybe uh, attach to that certain words of, oh, just, just align to this frequency. But then a lot of times they end up in this kind of delusional spot where they're just like ignoring and like suppressing. So how do we balance and like make sure that we're not spiritual bypassing? Uh, say if we do have a deep pain in my heart and, you know, and, and instead of going in and feeling that and expressing that, oh, I just need to be happy. So there is nothing wrong with allowing yourself to express that. So if you happen to be in that situation where you are simply feeling that, as we said before, ensure to begin to take care of yourself physically. Allow yourself permission to release the experience. Allow yourself to feel what it is that you are feeling and do not become the vibration, but observe and notice. If you are expressing through release, such as crying, such as Working with the energy, this is okay. Allow yourself to do so, but do not allow yourself to get caught into this emotion. You can express it, you can observe it, and simply do so. When you are finished taking care of yourself, ensure to, to take care of yourself physically. Be there for yourself emotionally, be compassionate, and be kind to yourself during this process. Once you have done these routines that you need to do, and you are feeling a little bit more relief, allow yourself, when you are ready, to begin to write this situation out, what created this pain for you, what happened, and rewrite the experience in a different format. So when you are ready to engage with this frequency, you are literally transforming the experience to be more supportive of what you would have rather have gotten out of the experience. And this will support you and allowing yourself to move on from the pain or from the feeling. And each time that you experience this, after you have gone through this process, remind yourself 
what you have learned from the experience. Because you are not bypassing it in a sense that you are throwing it in the back seat, ignoring it. You are simply observing it. You are simply coming to peace with it. And you are simply rewriting the experience to be more supportive, to create a vibration. A vibration is an emotion that is more energetically aligned with the idea of moving forward. Wonderful. And lastly, can you share something that would be helpful to the listeners that I didn't ask you about or that you didn't speak on, uh, some type of message that you could share with us? One moment while we are gaining and seeing what we are able to share. We want to share with you again, but we did not make this very clear earlier in the talk. But we would like to share this idea for each and every single one of you. Remember that when you are engaging in certain vibrations, that may not necessarily be something that you want to feel, such as something that you do not prefer. Remember that you are self-empowered. In the way that we describe this to you, we understand that it is not always quite simple to turn a certain dial for you. Understanding that certain beliefs have created this mechanism for you to make it not so easy. But we say to you that, remember, the first step is to choose to be self-empowered. Know that you are choosing this in some kind of way. You can simply observe the vibration that you are becoming aware of and simply allow yourself to notice it and ask yourself what you want to do with this observation. If you choose to look at it a little bit further, if you choose to align with it, then you have to know that you are choosing to have an experience. If you are choosing to simply observe and say, this is not a vibration that I want to be involved with, simply do not invalidate that you are able to observe, simply observe it, give it some love and send it on its way. And then go about your day with your focus on something else. This way you do not necessarily align with a vibration that is not something that you want to align with. Remember that each and every single one of you are self-empowered. Each and every single one of you have the option and ability to be limitless in your experiences. And the more you begin to realize this, the more you will have these limitless experiences that are coming from these higher vibrations. And this is all that we have to share at this time. Wonderful. Thank you very much. We'll take Stephanie back and finish up. We thank you for this opportunity to align and have this engagement. Have a wonderful day. Hello. Hey. I always come back. My eyes are always fuzzy. My <laughs> fuzzy or watery? They're just like blurry. No, they're fuzzy. Fuzzy. They feel like they feel like they have weight. They do get watery too, but they feel like they have weights on them when I first open them. Yeah, <laughs> fun. Uh, yeah, that was. I'm excited to re-listen to that. It's always so dense when you're like speaking to, like these. Yeah. yeah these channels. <laughs> it's just like because it's just so direct with just like straight information, and you know, <laughs> it's just like, okay. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Sure. Like you said, it's pretty. <laughs> Right to the money. <laughs> yeah. No, it was fun. That was good. Definitely excited to share this one with everyone and listen again. So, yeah, I guess we can finish up with you just sharing how people can connect with you and 
you know, if they want to sign up for a one-on-one session, then yeah, that'd be cool. I, I recommend doing it. Like I mentioned, I did it and so I bought my wife one too. So clearly I was a fan of the experience and I listened to it like three times. I, I've, oh, I've wow. done, I, all the, like every other like session I've done with someone or something where they like record it and send it to me, even if it was like amazing, I've literally like never re-listened. I listened to this like three days in a row. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, every time that you have a session and every time, well, I'm sorry, every time you listen to the session, it's like, um, or even a transmission, there's always different pieces of information that you may not have gotten the first time. It happened all the time with me when I would listen to Bashar. I would always get something new that I didn't get before. So there's always, always, always ways to, um, ways to get more in, into, even in the vibrations, even if it is just recognizing something. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so uh, for those of you that are wanting to connect with me, I'm so happy to, um, to have you a part of uh, my experience. So my name on Facebook is Stephanie Light. Um, you can also find me on Instagram, Stephanie underscore light zero. Um, you can also find me on YouTube, Stephanie Lights. Or if you would like to contact me, um, and these are all avenues that you can contact me for sessions. So um, if you go to my YouTube, there is an email as well um, on my YouTube that you can simply um, click on an email on my page or my Facebook, um, Stephanie Light, same. Um, you can contact me through any of these ways. Um, I do, um, really quickly, I do one-on-ones. So um, I do an hour, I do 30 minutes. Uh, it's up to you what you feel um, is most appropriate for your experience. Um, I also have a Patreon as well, and you can inquire with me about the Patreon. Um, and also doing private sessions for learning how to channel, as well as classes, channeling packages, where you can learn on the channel, all that and more. Um, but yes, um, and I'm very, very excited to be able to have this interaction, um, not, not only with Mike, but with all of you. So thank you so much. Okay, thank you. You heard her, guys. Check it out. And that's all for today. Bye.